Central Wyoming, another short uh, podcast on the Brad Hanowitz podcast channel, uh, The Big Show. And I'm appreciative of Brad on uh, letting me do just a couple of these very short ones uh, with breeders to kind of help tell the story behind some of my bulls. Dan Loffenberg from Hickston, Wisconsin is the breeder of King Cobra. Uh, here I am out of an Ollie uh, donor that uh, previously had raised the grand champion steer at the Exarban Livestock Show in Nebraska for the Brevard family a few years back. And uh, Phil Halbach sold that steer. He won. Did he win the winter beef expo or get reserved to Dan? Or how did he do as a prospect? Uh, he was reserved crossbred and was reserved overall at the Iowa beef expo. The Brevard family kept hustling, and by uh, September, out at Exarban, he ran through that show like Moses through the Red Sea. Judge Krisha Geffert selected him grand champion. So that brings us to King Cobra, born in 2018. Just telling a little bit of backstory from my side, I was, you know, as I said in a previous podcast, here I am, identified himself early in his career as kind of a bull that would give you some basic feature and a real consistent pattern in terms of bone and hair and muscle. Just a different type and kind of cattle than, than the monopolies used to be. So there in 2018, there was still breeders flushing, 2017 even, there was still breeders flushing aggressively to monopoly, but also starting to tie into that here I am line of genetics. As I was traveling the road that spring in 2018, I can specifically remember talking to Brandon Snyder about just thinking that uh, possibly one thing that could be improved on the here I am's past, maybe adding a little bit of four ribbon flank was uh, that front one third neck extension. Isn't It's not bad on those cattle by any means. Uh, but as they get towards the fat steers at 1,400 pounds, they're not the sexiest things in the world. And uh, went to your property, and uh, there was two bulls that spring. I, I'm sure you remember it just like I do. There was a here I am out of your Huda Man cow that had raised the Texas tornado that Brad Otto's family had shown. And then uh, there was this here I am, Ali. Just tell me your thoughts about those two bulls as young calves, Dan. Well, those two bulls as young calves, I guess, uh, um, uh, like I can remember King Cobra in my head right now. It's like, you know, he was so, so sound, you know, big footed and like he never took a bad step. You know, he just always floated around the pen. Um, he had such a presence about him, you know, up headed, you know, smooth, you know, smooth shouldered, long necked that, uh, you know, that's, you know, you don't see that too typical on a bull calf that's, uh, um, you know that stout yet uh i guess the like the the other one you're talking about that other here i am in the pen he was uh um he was probably a little bit you know he was kind of more rugged built but maybe he didn't quite have the um the classy built that like king Holbert did he was probably wider just maybe a little bit uh a little chunkier in the front one third you ended up cutting that one for a steer and i think phil hallback pulled that one for you too Yep, yep. Uh, but uh, both were darn good. Honestly, early in my career, I probably would have gravitated towards the chubbier one, just in terms of just just one trait feat. Uh, his one feature that he definitely had over King Cobra was he was a wide little sucker, three foot wide, and two foot tall. You know, I'm sure that he fed well and did good as a fat steer, but uh, 
specifically that spring, I was kind of looking for that more exotic version of uh, here I am now, four years later, uh, seeing top breeders like Wardaclaw taking his 930 cow to King Cobra, uh, Brad Smith taking his mother to the his uh, extra special monopoly donor that raised the grand steer at Fort Worth and the grand steer at OIE this past uh, February and March. Uh, taking them to King Cobra. Tracy Gretzka has, uh, works with a family that bought some interest in the 805 clone, and he's taking them to King Cobra. Petey Miller recently uh, flushing a, a cow or two to King Cobra. He's really good friends with Stock Martin, but uh, him and Brian just sold the $140,000 King Cobra Monopoly out of their Monopoly Kelly donor. And, uh, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, we have a new campaign coming out shortly on King Cobra saying we prefer that average pedigree cows not be bred to the bull, uh, which is a unique marketing slogan for a bull trying not to sell semen for specific cow types. But uh, if you feel, I mean, I'm, this is just a statement to breeders across the country. If you feel like your cow is capable Grand Steer at Kansas City or Louisville or Denver, and I think King Cobra is the bull for you because he's not necessarily a cow changer, but uh, bred to elite females, that bull will deliver head, neck, and shoulder, but he will uh, maintain or improve uh, everything in terms of muscle and bone and soundness. But the one thing that we do think that King Cobra delivers is uh, a superior head, neck, and shoulder in terms of making them extra classy in their front one third. And it's pretty easy to see that uh, delivery with like my wife, King Cobra Marco, that was grand in Minnesota, or uh, the Brian Martin King Cobra Monopoly, just pretty exotic looking up front. I know that we shipped you some sex and some conventional semen this spring. Where are you using them within your own herd? And what, uh, what do you have on the ground this year out of the Ali cow or any of the other calves at your farm, Dan? Uh, a couple of my better king under out of some uh, Irish whiskey cows. Oh, those Irish whiskey cows come with some of their own power, but then, uh, you know, he puts, uh, you know, uh, you know, keeps those uh, back legs a little bit more angled to them and whatnot. You know, some of those Irish whiskey cows are a little bold in their back leg structure. I feel like he improves that. We're planning to um, actually have a... Uh, Monopoly daughter out of uh, 827, you know, the mother of King yep. Cobra. Um, I was planning to um, use that sex male King Cobra semen on her in IVF. She's a flush mate to that Brevard steer, so might be trying yeah. to line it up, so hopefully it works. Betcha. But uh, yeah. I mean, kind of really show should. Cattle, but... they, call that, uh, they call that line breeding and breeding if it goes too far over the edge. But I tell this to people on the road and uh, I believe it wholeheartedly. Whenever King Cobra misses, um, it's because you didn't, you weren't aggressive enough with your, with the quality of the cow. Uh, that bull does not go over the edge. He comes up a little bit short in terms of basic features. So, the more power and the more muscle and the more bone you take him to, the more you're going to like your calf. So, a simple breeding suggestion would be: the higher quality of the cow, the higher quality of the calf on King Cobra. Just comparing bull to bull, and once again, his sire is an amazing bull, and there's no doubt that there's gonna be a lot of cows flushed that way. I don't expect anybody to uh, 
go away from a, a mating that's worked in the past. Comparing him to his sire in terms of first year wins, King Cobra with Grandin Junior Show in Minnesota, Grandin the Open Show at Illinois, um, Grand at the State District Show in Wyoming for the West family raised by Ediger. Um, that a lot of people maybe thought that was the best King Cobra of the entire rookie calf crop. And then down in Alabama, uh, Levi Drew raising the King Cobra Monopoly that was reserved at the Alabama State Show. He won Junior Nationals last summer and basically won a, a large jackpot show every month of the year uh, after the Junior National. And then wrapping around back into Brian Steer at 140. Uh, it just lends itself to, uh, with minimal use in that first calf crop and leading into a second calf crop. Now that people are getting confidence and he's gonna get bred to that higher quality cow, uh, I don't expect the winds to slow down. I expect them to accumulate and snowball. And uh, it's, just, it's just fun to be on the front edge of these uh, breakthrough bulls, uh, generational bulls, I guess in my career the list is short but monopoly and no guts no glory darn sure have left their mark and are leaving their mark and uh king cobra easily slides into that third generational bull just in terms of what he's delivered in a very very short career so i appreciate you dan for um making the decision to sell me that bull as a baby phil hallback uh Felt a little bit like you needed that one for. I initially bought only half semen interest in the bull from you, and then whenever we started getting calves on the ground, I think I made you a very happy man that following spring, uh, buying you out on your interest. I only say that just because I think you're such a good guy. Back in 2008 or 9, you were an intern uh, one spring with me. We had a lot of fun on the road, seeing a lot of good calves, and just like Brandon Snyder, uh, just have a long-term relationship with you. And I uh, couldn't be prouder that your cow is shining in the national bright lights right now. And uh, I hope you're enjoying the ride. And can't wait to see what this uh, Monopoly Ollie mating gives you. And uh, hopefully you'll uh, give me preferential treatment. Just wrapping up, Dan, uh, people that might not have made it to northern Wisconsin up to where you live, uh, just... Give me a little bit of background about your, yourself, your operation, and your family. Um, two kids, right? Yep, yep. I guess, uh, yeah, my family, my wife Shauna and I, I guess, and uh, son Riley and daughter Kennedy. If you're in Hickston, Wisconsin, I guess we're breeding about 160 head um, using, you know, AI and, you know, sure. the IVF work, you know, breed these show cattle and whatnot. And, sure. you know, starting to get a pretty good idea how to do it. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's maybe harder to get uh, foot traffic to your section of Wisconsin, uh, and uh, you do have a very good resource and Bill Halbach and several other people that you work with in terms of spreading your calves out. And I'm sure that everybody listening that follows show steers probably aware of the Texas Tornado Hootaman uh, steer that you raised that Brad and Keaton Otto showed uh, a few years back, and uh, he was like a what a 17-time champion. Uh believe so. I know it was 14 times in a row, I think, that spring. Yeah. I think he had a couple yeah. other random ones there. Then, uh, there. Yeah. Uh, he I was mean, right Texas up there. Tornado, but, Texas yeah. Tornado at one point in his career was a viral internet sensation as a bull, and uh, you raised the most successful show steer out of him. And uh, we always wish we could get more Texas Tornado Hootaman 
cross is out there because man that steer was a very unique individual from a bone and neck and muscle standpoint well thank you very much dan i appreciate your time finishing up here in wyoming here in the next two days uh maybe gonna spend a day in utah we kind of reversed our route in terms of uh, getting finished up here in the western market i'll be traveling through nebraska for four or five days uh starting on the 23rd of april and then uh shoot straight up through sioux city and sioux falls to minnesota and uh i'll be on your section of wisconsin by about the 28th or 29th of uh april so can't wait to see the calves if uh you're listening phil Hawbach, you better get there before then thank you very much appreciate it dan and i'll be in touch all right sounds good thanks matt